This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando-ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. You're goddamn right. Jersey Judah, back Saturday, told myself yesterday, I was telling myself from uh, the beginning of the previous week that I was not going to be recording now, but here I am with another edition, another episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Only one video to go through today. And that video is from Moon. Now, I went over videos. um, I think I went over social media, um, the Truman Show, the truth behind the Truman Show, and a couple of other um, videos from Moon. This video is going to be about TikTok and why TikTok, excuse me, should be banned. All right. Why TikTok should be banned. I'm in rare form today. I'm sober. I haven't smoked actual weed in two days, which I mean, not a big deal, but it's just like the patterns like throughout the week, like working. It's like, yo, I got to smoke. I got to have a chance to kick back, smoke, talk my shit go back to work, finish my eight and hit the gate. And every time that I run low, I say to myself, well, maybe I should save some for the weekend because the weekend is when I don't really do shit. I don't have to do shit. I don't have to get up and go to work. But as usual, I wake up this morning. I realize I don't have any weed. 
Um, I'm bummed about that, but it is what it is. The show must go on, quite literally. All right. Um, got these loud ass fucking bastards. You can just tell some of these children are just bastards. They don't have, you know. Anyway, we're gonna go into Moon Man. Why social media, or not social media? Why TikTok should be banned? Um, for people that might have a tinfoil hat on, you may have heard rumors that TikTok was ran by the Chinese Communist Party. And what they do is they do the same thing that Mark Zuckerberg does on Facebook. They, you know, gathers people's information, personal information, and I believe that they sell it to others. Okay. But who knows? Because like I said, I only checked out the first five seconds, maybe five, ten seconds. Um, how much, how long is this video? I want to see. Uh, how long is this? 26 minutes. So we're just going to jump right into it. Moon talks about why TikTok should be banned. Let's get it. Charlie D'Amelio, Addison Ray, Zach King, Bella Porch, and Mr. Beast. Right now, these social media stars are the most popular celebrities in the world. They use TikTok. Hey, yo, shout out to Mr. Beast. I don't know what... I don't know, like, what problems people have with Mr. Beast, but he's been getting a little bit of dirt here and there. Like, I check out his videos when I can, and I think he's a pretty solid guy. He gives away shit to people that need it. I think one time he gave like a homeless nigga a house or some shit. Who knows if it's orchestrated, but you know, um, you don't really see a lot of positivity, especially on TikTok. You don't see a lot of positivity um, on YouTube like that. So me personally, I don't have a problem with Mr. Beast, but who knows? Maybe he's a part of a hidden agenda. To provide us endless hours of seemingly harmless bite-sized entertainment and they're making an insane living doing so but what if i told you that these people were unknowingly involved in one of the most sinister geopolitical conspiracies the world has ever seen let me explain it's no secret that tiktok is currently the driving force behind popular culture in the west every popularized song meme style trend development and slang can be traced back to tiktok in some shape or form because everyone you know is consuming its content with all other social media platforms that were once the cusp of every trend and development since next culture have now seemingly fallen behind the curve and TikTok has taken the mantle, amassing over current active users around the world, 80 million of which are in the United States alone. And with this growing hold over Generation Z in particular, it might be obvious why TikTok has grown to be a trendsetting powerhouse. And when you think about it... The- well, yeah, you know, Generation Z, no disrespect to everybody in Generation Z, but a good portion of them are lazy. A good portion of them don't work out. A good portion of them are not really physically active. So the best way... To control these people is, I mean, look at look at um, the cough two years ago, three years ago, close to three years ago now. Look at the effect that it had. Look at the fact that every child was prevented from going to school, socializing. Now look at the uprising of TikTok and social media. I mean, there has to be something more. There's no coincidence it's like what i mentioned last night or was it last night or a couple nights ago who the fuck knows i don't remember um when you have 
the lowest level of testosterone, but the highest level of free pornography today, the highest level of women selling themselves for profit from weak-minded men. I mean, there's coincidence and, you know, this is a conspiracy. Youth are really the arbiters of popular culture, and so by providing a platform in which the youth can dictate content rapidly and instantaneously means the said platform now dictates popular culture. And although it's just one country, popular culture in the United States is extremely important. It's a pace setter for the Western world. What becomes popular in the United States quickly becomes popular everywhere else. And this is what makes TikTok and its most followed individuals extremely powerful. With the ad mixing and homogenizing the world's entire culture, this process will only accelerate as the average TikTok user spends over an hour and a half from the app every single day. 60% of TikTok users are from Generation Z. There you and go. I'm sure you're all aware, TikTok has bled into everyday life on such an unprecedented scale, meaning that by now it has an immeasurable impact on people's culture and their personal lives. Hence, you got stupid, dumb challenges, stupid, dumb dance moves, stupid bimbos twerking the fucking retarded garbage music. You got women complaining about men ain't shit, men are trash, etc., etc., and it's on the repeat. You know, to torture somebody, all you would have to do nowadays is play a bunch of stupid bimbos dancing around on TikTok and talking about men. You can get any information out of the person that you want. If you sit them down, it's like uh, the Clockwork Orange. Where they had the nigga on some um, mind control shit, like MK Ultra type shit, and they had this nigga locked down. They pried his eyes open and they made him watch like a bunch of crazy retarded shit. Like imagine that guy, his eyes are propped open and he's seeing a bunch of bimbos dancing around, being thoughts like that. That will break him in. It's already broken many of men today. Now at first glance, popular TikTokers like Mr. Beast, Addison Ray, Zach King are just simply the youth driving cultures they always have, making fun, entertaining videos to be consumed and shared by the masses, creating trends that attract existing celebrities and people of older generations who fear being left out or left behind. However, what if I told you that it's not exactly Gen Z or influencers who are at the wheel driving popular culture at all, and maybe instead the wheel is being tightly gripped by the white knuckled hands of a fascist government in a country that is one of the greatest threats to the United States. To understand what I mean by this, we first need to understand how TikTok came to be. Cue ByteDance. Founded in 2012 by Zhang Yiming, the Beijing tech company ByteDance began working on an algorithm that would change the world. And this algorithm was perfectly designed to addict its users by feeding them short-form content rapidly, analyzing their viewing habits and carefully curating their intake to keep them consuming for as long as possible. After all, in the modern world, attention equals currency. But how is this seemingly random Chinese company going to implement the world's most advanced algorithm that the world has ever seen? Well, this started in 2017, when Byte Dance acquired the Shanghai-based social media startup Musical.ly. Through Musical.ly's app, users could create 15-second to 1-minute music videos with their lips synced to popular songs and interacted with their communities. And ByteDance saw the value in combining this with the scroll-focused interface of their existing property Flippergram to create what we now know as TikTok. ByteDance had already seen the success of Vine, and they understood the power of these bite-sized videos. You see, a lot of people forget about Vine. Vine was the first ones to do this shit, Okay. The app Vine, or really, was it a website too? I believe it was a website as well as an app. They were the first ones to do these short 10-second, 12-second clips. It wasn't until TikTok did it, which I'm sure Moon will, will go over it. When TikTok started doing it, they started, they started emulating 
Well, when TikTok started doing these videos, everyone else realized, you know, how popular it was. So now you got, um, what is it, Facebook stories, YouTube shorts. Instagram has something similar where it's like 10, 15 second clips. I heard they're they're making it into like one minute clips. They probably already did it. I don't follow TikTok. Um, but like I've stated, if you go on YouTube and if you check out a lot of these shorts on YouTube, you'll you'll realize very quickly. Like you'll you'll understand very rapidly that TikTok is everywhere. It's everywhere at this point. You go to a YouTube short, you'll see a TikTok emblem or a logo on the bottom of the screen. Together, ByteDance was developing the perfect algorithm. And with this user-generated content now being rapidly fed and scrollable bite-sized pieces to the masses, TikTok became the perfect avenue for aspiring creators and influencers, providing anyone, anywhere the opportunity to go viral like no one has ever seen. ByteDance tested out the formula in China first, attracting both content consumers and content creators in the span of just a couple of months. And soon, the app took over the entirety of China. And that is when the Chinese government saw an incredible opportunity. But it's important you understand who the Chinese government really is. The China the Chinese Communist Party, or otherwise known as the CCP, has governed China since 1949, rising to power under leader Mao Zedong after a brutally fought civil war. Their mastery of the use of propaganda tactics to capture the minds of the people proved to be one of the most critical aspects of their success, with Mao Zedong heavily emphasizing the importance of controlling the culture to control the population. In his great cultural revolution, Mao specifically focused his propaganda on certain idols, people who stood as examples of socialist heroes. Lei Feng and Dong Kanru were model soldiers who lived and died for their devotion to the state and its leader. Alongside these idols came mass censorship, state-controlled media, and the creation of imperialist enemies in the West. And And look what's happening today. Right? Look what... Look how one-sided these applications are politically. Um, It's no surprise that in this day and age, if you have a political view that is opposite of most, you will be considered radical, um, preferably right wing, right? Right wing is today considered radical and far left is considered normal, right? Now, why am I saying this, right? Well, all these people, and you, you know about the Chinese Communist Party, then you know a little bit about the social uh, credit score system that they have out there, which is going on right now. All this shit, I've talked about it before with like Born Identity. Uh, I think it was Behind Enemy Lines, the movie that I was trying to refer to, where their surveillance, uh, like their surveillance system, and this goes back to like movies and shit. If people look at movies and look at them as just films, and a lot of these people, they didn't predict the future. No, they had information knowing what the future would become. So when you have facial recognition cameras on every street corner and you got people being watched, in some cases in the privacy of their own homes through through television and any other electronic devices that they have, and that includes game systems, video games, and all that shit. Yeah, we're, we're already controlled. We're controlled in this country, and which is funny, like we're controlled more by the Communist Party in China 
than the United States government because the United States government had sold out to China. Well, the CCP has always cracked down on liberalization, returning to the traditional ways of thought control and censorship. And with that, the CCP employed a variety of propaganda techniques, including control of the media, and more specifically, the construction of role models to be emulated by the Chinese youth. Now, it's very important to remember this point later on. Anyway, fast forward to the current day, where the CCP has become one of the most successful dictatorships the world has ever seen, standing as the second largest political party in the world, with more than 96 million members under current leader Xi Jinping. His totalitarian government has sought to control every aspect of modern life. First, they offer the carrot. The impoverished masses are offered a promise they can escape poverty and hardship if they work just hard enough for the state. Cut through state exams with incredibly high fail rates, ensure this dream only becomes true for a few. And in return for this opportunity, citizens are then expected to swallow the propaganda accept the status quo and stay out of the way of the ruling party which is why that's communism in a nutshell right it's it's the false promises and this false idea that you a person who I'm just saying in general a person who doesn't make shit a person who doesn't um a person who doesn't really chip in to society, uh, work, taxpayers, where all of these people get the same amount of money, if not more money, than those who work. Welfare, anybody? <laughs> like, all right, so you go to the supermarket. You only have the cash that you worked for. You only have the money that you've been slaving to get. You want a few items. So you go into the grocery store. You may have a cart. Or with this economy, you may just have a basket. Fucking eggs are like fucking $12 a dozen. It's, it's despicable. But um, you go in, you grab your items that you need. You wait in front. And then there's a lady in front of you. She has two carts. Now, is she going to pay for those food items? With hard-earned money? No. She's paying with your tax dollars. This is the reality. She's paying with your tax dollars. And the people that do nothing don't want to do nothing, even if they have the ability to do something. They don't have to. Because the government will pay you to be lazy. They will pay you to be a stereotype. And ironically enough, the person who's behind, which was you, me, or anybody else who works for a living, you actually have to chip in for them to continue to live comfortably while you bust your ass. But it's that mindset that, hey, I'm a human being too. I deserve the money you make. No, you have to work for it. You know what I'm saying? But this is how communism always fails. There's always people in power. You got uh, Bernie Sanders with fucking mansions and all this shit, and he's talking about pointing out the elites. Give me a fucking break. Give me a fucking break. Every part of communist Chinese culture is so strictly controlled to keep this narrative going. Social media, television, the news, entertainment, all of it is passed through the CCP's great filter. If you don't swallow the propaganda and play along, you end up in jail or in one of China's re-education camps. Y'all got to start digging some research outside of the country and see what the fuck is going on in other places. 
to truly appreciate what shithole we're in. That's right. America is a shithole, but it's a shithole that has enough freedoms to pretty much outsource any other country. Like, sure, they talk about now if you're dealing with uh, outside of, you know, the economic state of an area. okay, um, marriage in this country is terrible. Two parent households barely exist. But if I disagree with my president, if I disagree with my vice president, which they're not of my people, they're, they're not my people to begin with. At least I don't have to worry about, you know, getting sent to a re-education camp. Oh, sure. They may delete my post. Sure. They may ban me from 30 days. But well, then again, that sounds a lot like communist China, too, because as soon as you say something that they disagree with, they come up with hate speech. They come up with all these violations and they ban your account. (laughs) There's a connection here. There is a connection here. Straight up. Dreamed of the control that Xi Jinping now has over his country. And the total control of culture that Mao Zedong once stressed so heavily is still so strong. With extreme surveillance monitoring and data gathering to create profiles in citizens, the CCP can then assign a social credit score to each individual. Social credit score. Two things. And in social credit score. Social credit score, guys. Look it up. Social fucking credit scores. It's like the police state on steroids. It's the fucking police state on steroids. You know, I used to listen to like dudes like Alex Jones, which I made, I still once in a while listen to him just for the entertainment factor, but he was one of the first people that was talking about from where, from where, I was researching. He was the first person to really talk about this um, surveillance system that would pretty much like here's a, here's the best way to put it. What they're doing, like what they've done in Philadelphia, for example, and every every corner in some of the the roughest areas of Philly. Shout out to Philly, even though fuck the Eagles. I'm gonna say that straight up. But shout out to Philadelphia. They started having these blue cameras or these blue lights that had cameras in them and it had a police emblem. That was a surveillance system. It is my belief that they've gotten that idea from China. It's my belief. And the reason I say this is, well, you don't really need informants. If you have cameras every fucking where you don't really need. Well, the idea is that the cameras are supposed to prevent the crimes from taking place. But in China, they have cameras essentially everywhere. And this social credit score is about your reputation as a Chinese citizen. How many crimes have you committed? Um, Where do you work? What's your address? And they have big monitors. And if you violate anything and the cameras which are around that area if they see you do anything that is out of the norm they will put your face and id on the big screen 
and then you will not be able to take them. You will not be able to do this, do that. And it's it's hardcore. Like I said, motherfuckers were seeing this shit in movies and thought it was a game until it's really going on today. Devise their citizens to behave and effectively predicts the future in regards to those who will likely disobey. The other major facet of the CCP's control is enforced legislation that limits the influence of foreign media and access to the internet. Through these methods, the Chinese government is creating citizens that are both more efficient economically and more obedient politically than those of foreign nations. It's simple. They go, hey, if you tattletale on a person who's violating our laws, we'll give you a reward. We'll give you an award. Good job. You know, here's some more credit. You got 50 more credit points for getting someone incarcerated. I mean, <laughs> it's it, it sounds crazy, but it's actually going on. And I'm telling you, with the way that this country is going, we are not too far from this. It's not even a police state. It would be a police nation. Everything would be under lockdown. Everything. Validating his position as the world's global superpower. And this leads on to something very important. When Xi Jinping was first elected in 2012, he ran on the promise of the Chinese dream, described as the great rejuvenation of the Chinese nation by the 100th anniversary of when the CCP was founded, 2049. And this 2049 plan hinges on a series of five-year economic plans to ensure China will become the dominant global superpower. But to achieve such heights globally, Xi Jinping and the CCP would have to find a way to not only strengthen its own position, but weaken the position of competing nations. And the way to do this would be to enact the same sort of cultural control they have achieved within China over the rest of the world. And so with this context out of the way, it becomes very clear the value of TikTok, an app that is acutely engineered for growth and popularity, with one of the most advanced algorithms the world has ever seen, that is constantly collecting data on the global population. And so it shouldn't be surprised to find out that the Chinese government always had a plan for ByteDance and TikTok. In the short term, the app would be a tool to collect data on foreign citizens, building profiles around them that mirror the existing social credit scores within China. And in the long term, we would become key to infiltrating popular culture around the world. But you may be thinking, well, a government making efforts to influence the culture of foreign nations really isn't anything new. And to be fair, this is a relatively common practice. Perhaps the most obvious examples of this are when governments with countless human rights violations use investment groups to buy controlling stakes in sports. When countries like Qatar or the United Arab Emirates buy their way into a European football club, they will then elevate the success and status of that club through excessive spending. And by doing this, they legitimize these countries and normalizes these kingdoms and creates a fan base that is, in theory, loyal to defending these countries. However, this approach does backfire. It's often too obvious. By making such a public splash on the world stage through investment, you're opening yourself up to widespread critique, as sports is a heavily scrutinized and discussed industry around the world. And the Chinese Communist Party actually knows this, which is why in 2017, coincidentally when TikTok was launched, the CCP forced Chinese businesses to sell their ownership stakes in European football clubs, citing that these clubs offer nothing in return for their investment. Instead, the CCP prefers a more subtle approach to foreign public relations. For years now, they've been using their control over media and technology companies through things like Tencent and Huawei to get fingers in the pie of Western culture. And this is no secret. Almost all world governments know about this, as the Shenzhen-based company Tencent is one of the highest-grossing media companies in the world, with investments in major cultural pillars such as the NBA, Reddit, Spotify, Epic Games, and Activision Blizzard. And the Chinese government-run Tencent has used these ties to silence and limit the reach of discourse surrounding the genocide being carried out by the Chinese state. Sense and see, whether these companies, and I'm sure they know it, a lot of these 
fucking corporations are sellouts. They're not, they're, it's hard to explain it, right? It's like, they were all bought. You ever hear the term, like, I didn't sell out, I bought in. That's what they did. They bought in. They bought in. That's why everybody in this country is guilty, including myself. We support these mega corporations that don't give a fuck about us, right? And in return, and I was watching something earlier. Let's go on a little side note here. I was watching a couple videos earlier. I wish I knew the content creators, but I was watching this shit on YouTube on my television. And um, they were talking about the video game industry and they mentioned Activision Blizzard. So it made me think, you know, video games are like shit today, right? Like regardless of how great the graphics have gotten, how realistic this shit has gotten when it comes to, you know, gameplay and shit like that, there is really no creativity in games anymore. And the reason being is that the corporations all sold out. This is why you get unfinished, fucked up products. Now, I love Cyberpunk 2077. But when that game came out, that shit was broken. Like the game was unplayable to a point where PS4 no longer had sold the game for the longest time until they made some changes. Now, of course, they made changes and the game turned out decent. There's still bugs and shit, but story-wise, it's a good game. Games don't have stories anymore. It's It should be no surprise, now that I think about it, that the movie industry, the video game industry, and the entertainment industry is completely shit. Like, it's completely shit. They have to rewrite everything. They got to remake this. They got to remake this video game, remaster that video game. And the new games they come out with is complete shit. And these industries get away with selling video games for like 70 fucking dollars. When I was growing up, a new video game, right? When I, when I buy video games, right? Back in the day, like a video game, a new video game would be like $30, 40, maybe like PS2, GameCube days, like this is, and those games were actually fun to play because you can tell that the people that created the games, they enjoy doing what they're doing. When you have corporations telling them, hey, you have until this deadline to make a game work, you're putting these guys under constant stress, constant fatigue to a point that they don't even like the industry anymore. All right. Video games became very shitty because a lot of these corporations and these people that own the titles and own the studios have all been bought and paid for. So now it's all about making money. It's not about making a person like your video game. As long as they buy it, they're stuck with it. But anyway, let's get back into it. During any information about the Muslim Uyghur population being sent to concentration camps and the resulting protests in Beijing. And Huawei's no better. Documents have confirmed around the world that their consumer and business facing surveillance products have been providing information to the Chinese government on an unprecedented level. You ever thought about that term? Concentration camps. Concentration camps. Re-education camps. Re-educate. Concentrate. 
There's no re-education going on in these places. These innocent Chinese citizens are being tortured. They're being taken out. And the media knows nothing about it because they prevent it from being out there. The Chinese people are not bad people. The Ukraine, the Ukrainians, they're not bad people. It's the motherfuckers who run these niggas. And they, unlike in this country where you have the quote unquote freedom of speech, or at least the right to disagree with a particular president without being looked at as a fucking Nazi. These other places don't have that freedom. It's easy for a closed minded, ignorant piece of shit in America, white, black, whatever you are, to look at an entire group of people bad because of their leaders. Y'all motherfuckers need to start waking up. And 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 we all hear about, oh, well, you know, these fucking krauts, these old krauts back in the day, the Germans, the Nazis, no disrespect to Germans per se, but it is what it is. Goose walking motherfuckers. They were burning Jews. They were killing Jews. And it's in every history book. They're killing the Chinese people as we speak. Where is the education to that? But then again, we know who runs this. <laughs> we know why. The Jewish people remind you of the concentration camps, but these are the same people that will get upset when black people remind them of slavery. All right. I'm saying some dangerous shit right now. I don't even give a fuck. Because I don't have a I'm I'm not high status. What the fuck are these cocksuckers going to do to me? Nothing. Nothing. I'm a civilian. I'm a peon. I'm a ham and egger. I work. This ain't a super popular platform, and I don't really care if it is or not. I'm still going to have what I need to say. What's world history if the only thing that's centered around the world in this country is this country itself? What is world history? What is his story? And why is his story more important than my story? than the people who suffer in China. And we are a very wicked country in a lot of ways. When you have guys like LeBron James talking about he's treated unfairly in this country as a multi-millionaire, damn near a billionaire, but the people that create his shoes are in China jumping off of fucking windows because of poor labor. Oh yeah, I'm getting based. I'm getting based. And this is what's so effective about Chinese propaganda. Because coming back to the sports example, Qatar spent hundreds of billions on their propaganda World Cup. Only to see some of their image abroad worsen considerably. However, with China, they've been able to stay under the radar and quietly buy influence in other areas and have seen all the benefits with very few drawbacks compared to countries like Qatar. And they very effectively use Tencent to suppress any foreign support for Hong Kong. In fact, there's a very good reason you've probably never heard of this. For example, in 2019, the president of the Philadelphia 76ers spoke out against China and so Tencent stopped airing their games and the club Wow! Hey yo, shout out to that nigga, whoever that person is. Shout out to him. See, this is what happens. You start speaking the truth, they'll silence you. But unfortunately, they don't have power over me. They don't have power over me. So I don't care. Right? But these other people in position, oh, they better know their place. 
they'll knock you off of your pedestal quickly. You start to find out who really has control in this country. And it's not even the American people. It's not even an American citizen that has control over this country. It's funny because now I think about it. You know, Trump warned a lot of y'all niggas about this shit. Y'all realize this, right? I'm going to say Trump warned y'all niggas about what the fuck was going on. Trump warned y'all. Y'all didn't listen. Y'all didn't want to listen to the orange racist guy. You just let this old senile piece of shit go into office. Doesn't know what fucking day it is. Run the country into the fucking ground. These guys and women, Kamala Harris, are hypocrites. They're sellouts. Joe Biden is a former, and probably still to this day, to an extent, a separatist. Kamala Harris. Oh, every black woman loves Kamala Harris. Incarcerated so many black men for marijuana possession. But then goes on a radio show with Charlemagne the Coon God talking about she used to smoke weed and listen to Snoop Dogg. Fuck out of here. These pandering pussies and their manipulative tactics doesn't work with me. It's like back in the day, Bill Clinton. Oh, everybody thought Bill Clinton was black. He played the saxophone. Incarcerated the most black men in presidential history. Fucking idiots. Fucking peons. Fucking idiots fall for this shit. I can't get big. I can't get popular off of this. They will take me out instantly. Instantly. Because for one, they can't buy me. They can't buy my opinions. They can't force me to speak a different way than what I'm speaking now, which is the truth. These cocksuckers, they're going to pay you to keep your mouth shut. But once you take that money, they own you. Once you take their money, you got to go along with what they say. And if you diso- if, if, if you're disobedient, they take that money away. This is why a lot of these content creators became sellouts. Absolute sellouts to a point where they'll have a five minute video with five fucking ads on it. Sellouts. For none other than the Communist Party of China. A significant portion of their revenue disappear and were forced to make a public apology. And there's just so many countless instances of this I could go on forever. But all of these instances portray a much grander. Hey, what does that sound like to you? They take all your money because you speak the truth. They take all of your money. They leave you broken in shambles in a way for you to crawl back and beg for forgiveness. And then you go toward. Doesn't that sound familiar? Doesn't that sound like this country? Doesn't that sound like the situations with uh, Kanye West? Doesn't that sound like uh, a lot of these other guys that I don't even want to mention on this podcast? Who may have said some things that were true. Absolutely. They were true. Oh, they were offensive. Okay. Freedom of speech. 
that doesn't exist. We all know that. Especially if you're in power, if you're in position, you know, you don't got freedom of speech. You may have a million dollars. You may have a billion dollars. But you don't have the influence that these people that pay you have. Kanye West found that out the hard way, of course. <laughs> he found that shit out the hard way. And look, I support what Kanye West says, but I don't support Kanye West, dude. He's a fucking celebrity. I don't support celebrities. I don't support people worshiping celebrities, idolatry. I don't support it. So, yeah, you can have someone. This goes back to God, right? Sometimes God uses evil people for his doing. See, a lot of people will say, well, Satan uses evil people. No, Satan actually uses good people. See, that's how fucked up the world is. Satan will use your best friend to betray you. Satan will use a family member to betray you. God uses evil people for their doing, for, for his own doing. I'm not saying Kanye West is evil, but he's a fucking sellout. I mean, what, what the fuck do you expect me to do? You go on, when you start making 50, 60 to $100 million, you sign the contract. You sign that contract. And what's happening is these people who sign these contracts, they think they're bigger than the contract. They think they're bigger than the corporations. And these corporations, these people in power, discipline them. Kanye West took away, they took away Kanye West's uh, Adidas contract. Gap. Balenciaga, even though Balenciaga, (laughs) don't get me started on these fucking sick child molesters that we should all be executing. Oh, yeah. Oh, if you want radicalization for me, this is what I think, right? We go back to the biblical days. We take these child molesters, we take these rapists, and we take these pedophiles. We dig a hole. We put them in it, keep their heads sticking out, and we all throw bricks at him until he's completely annihilated. We're going to stone it. We, if, if, it was, if it was me personally, which I'm glad it isn't because this country would not be the same. A lot of y'all people would not be here. You sick, pedophile, demon, devil worshiping, Luciferians, whatever the fuck you want to call it, you wouldn't be in power. See, this is why Christians to me are weak in a lot of ways. You look at Christians back in the day, they were gangster. Christians were slaying these demons, but because the law takes care of it, supposedly. The law doesn't do shit. The law is corrupted. FBI is corrupted. CIA is corrupted. DEA is corrupted. And all these police departments. Because they got a fraternal order. Oh, it's protect and serve. Is it protect and serve you? Or is it to protect and serve their masters? I'm starting to think it's the latter. But let's continue. Let's fucking continue before I spurg the fuck out. Uh, By buying these investments in Western companies, China has suddenly gained the ability to sway public opinion and censor critics abroad. The solution here seems obvious, and you may be wondering why the Western world hasn't sought to limit China's ability to interfere. And by the way, with all this being said now, right, since people know about the reality of these these, uh, communist Chinese people in power, 
do you guys really believe that the current scamdemic that took place, you think that was just out of thin air? Like, hey, yeah, this is a new disease. Oh, it has a name to it, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. You don't think these crazy motherfuckers were in a lab creating a weapon? Because that's what a, the virus was a weapon. The virus was a weapon, in my opinion, orchestrated by these people. This is why when this shit started, when, 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 when this thing started to really kick off, you had a lot of people in China that were exposing what was going on and they came up missing. But hey, believe what you want to believe. Trump is a bad guy, but Trump really was calling out all of these cocksuckers. I bet you, you ask half of these motherfuckers, like, straight up sober mind, ask them, um, would you have Trump in office now compared to what's going on? I would I would easily say 65% of people would say, yes, bring Trump back immediately. Trump is like a boss, right? Like, Trump, and I don't say this in a sense of he's the boss. Like, I'm saying, like, he's like a boss that you don't really like, but you respect him, Right? But <laughs> these people, man, and like I said, they, a, a lot of the Democrats are fucking sellouts, dude. That's that's what it is. These liberals are sellouts. They do what they say. They're not. They're not. It's it's funny because they're open minded, but only to their agenda. They're not open minded when it comes to the opposing end. I'm the opposition. I am your enemy. Okay. I am your enemy. And I'm also an enemy of my own people because my own people are fucking brainwashed by you guys. So I don't have any allies in this fight. Maybe a few here and there, but not a lot. And I know the risk that I put myself in by speaking my mind freely. I know the consequences and repercussions that can come. But I'm going to die telling the truth rather than live telling a lie. That's my way of looking at it. Right? Oh, yeah, they can they can shoot me. But fist the cuffs, I'm annihilating them. They need weapons against me. I don't need weapons. My mind is dangerous. My hands are lethal. I don't need a weapon. These people need weapons. These people in power create weapons in forms of a virus. This virus, depending on how you look at it, wiped out a good portion of the population. And the only people that were to blame at that time was Donald Trump. As if Donald Trump was on the phone with these niggas telling them what <laughs> what components to use to kill hundreds and thousands of people. That's not the case. Y'all been lied to. Congratulations. The media and technology infrastructure in the same way they've done for other hostile governments such as North Korea's and Russia's. And the answer becomes clear when you take a closer look at the relationship. Hey, yo, shout out to Russia. Tell y'all niggas straight up, man. I don't, I don't give a fuck about what's going on over there. I don't. I don't. Vladimir Putin? Shit. Seems pretty cool to me. Seems pretty base to me. 
Ukrainians. I don't know these niggas. I don't know them. I don't know nothing about them. I know nothing about them. Nothing. You're not going to brainwash me to support a country that I know nothing about. Support a country that doesn't give a fuck about my existence. Support a people that don't care about my existence. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to have a profile picture of a Ukrainian flag. Oh, I'm in support of Ukraine. For what? Because the government told you to? You fucking sheep? It's embarrassing. Oh, I'm going to put a Russian flag. I want to see if there's a Russian flag. Now that I think about it. And see how long that lasts before they fucking consider me a fucking terrorist. Or whatever the fuck they want to consider me as. Oh yeah, by the way, we're not talking about bitches today. Nope. Not yet, at least. Because you know TikTok is connected to retarded, delusional, dysfunctional bitches. Oh, we're going, we're, we're having a base conversation. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because the same way that, like, come on. There was a video, there was a video that was out that connected Facebook directly to the CIA and to the FBI. Like, legit connected the dots. Like, the people that had something to do with the creation of Facebook were the same people that had something to do with the activity of the CIA, the FBI, and anything else that was going on in this country. Why do you think these people were involved in this? Do you think they were involved for your care, your safety? No, they were surveilling. They're seeing, okay, this guy, he's talking a little too political for our means. Let's make sure his content is put onto the bottom and is viewed last. Matter of fact, let me go over something real quick because I'm still restricted on Facebook. I want to read this real quick. I'm good at my profile. What, my restriction got lifted? Get the fuck out of here. They didn't lift my restriction. Or maybe they did. What a coincidence. Oh, no, no, they didn't. Hold up. Had my Wi-Fi off. Put my Wi-Fi back on real quick. When they disagree with what you say, they'll restrict your account. My account, your post will be moved lower in the feed for five days. Why, you may ask? Because I made a picture of some self-hating white liberal getting a vasectomy. By the way, it's censored. It's it's blacked out. You can't see it. You can't see his dick. It's blacked out. And I put, these white self-haters are the absolute worst. Leave the cape at home. Beta bitch boy. Fucking despicable. They took this post... They banned me originally. They banned me for, I believe, three days from posting, going live or whatever. And then once that was over, they said, hey, we're not done with you yet. You're saying something that's and it's considered nudity or sexual activity. Isn't that something they can find whatever the fuck they want to do? And these people. They 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 don't have your your best interests in mind. You go along with the program, you say Trump is bad, you say Biden is good, and you're good. You can say you want to kill Trump. They'll let that I've seen posts. I've seen posts of it. Matter of fact, when Donald Trump had gotten COVID-19, you had all these left devil worshiping celebrities wanting and celebrating the possible death of Donald Trump to COVID-19. These people are cocksuckers. 
And I fucking hate them with a passion. Lord, forgive me. I hate these people. Because you don't agree. Oh, they're going to go against you. They're going to make you the bad guy. They're going to make you the one who's unstable. Not these 34 different gender having psychopaths. You are the unstable one. See that? Kanye West starts talking some truth, starts cooking. Oh, he's unstable. He's crazy. Well, then you find out that he was being drugged. Guys, he was being drugged out of his fucking mind. They threatened him. There's the text matches. This is what happens, guys. Freedom of speech, my ass, man. They're going to kill me for my freedom of speech. So I'm going to start really exposing these cocksuckers. I'm fucking sick and tired of these careless people, these careless civilians that don't care about what's really going on in their country. Sick of it. China has cultivated with the Western world. You see, China has done a very effective job at projecting the image of being a somewhat liberalized nation to the eyes of the Western world. Furthermore, TikTok... And because of that liberalized perception, it's easy to brainwash those on the left in this country to support them. Oh, well, they appear to be on the same side. Oh, they want to make sure the community is safe. So they got cameras every fucking where. Why not? People never the term big brother. And I'm not talking about the television show on CBS, which, by the way, CBS does have the emblem of the all CNI. Now, I've talked about the all CNI. I have a tattoo of not only an all CNI, but a pyramid with the all CNI because I am illuminated. I'm not a part of a secret society. My illumination comes from the research. My illumination comes from the education that I put amongst myself rather than a teacher or a professor. I am enlightened by God. I'm not enlightened by evildoers. I do not associate with evildoers. I stay to myself. Okay? But these other wicked, demonic corporations and companies, they've taken the all CNI, which can be seen as the representation of the sun, aka the eye in the sky. They've taken that, they've made it Luciferian, they've taken the Egypt, the Egyptians, the pyramids, they made that demonic and evil. And this goes back to what a lot of people will say. They make things that are bad good and make things that are good evil. Christianity in this country is considered evil. God in this country is considered evil. Although we will constantly say, God bless America. What God? The Heavenly Father? Because you got to remember the term God is a title. I'm going to say that again. The term God is a title. Are you talking about Yahweh? Um, Are you talking about Yahweh? Or are you just saying God? Because you got to remember, these Luciferians 
praise and worship Lucifer. They, they believe that Lucifer is their God, the God of evil, the God of wickedness, the God of deception. That is their God, which is the same God, in my opinion, that is on the back of a dollar bill. These people aren't true Christians. These people aren't spiritual. These people don't believe in a higher power. They believe that they're in power. And these evil people can print out money any fucking time they want, but they'll tell you that we're in a recession. So that gets you to go out there and spend money and go broke so that these people continue to have their power. reportedly willing to share more of its algorithm to avoid being banned in U.S. states. According to this article published by the Wall Street Journal, TikTok tries to win allies in the U.S. with more transparency in response to the ban on the U.S. government-issued devices. In a new proposed arrangement, U.S. third-party monitors would check for video recommendation algorithms to detect whether it has been manipulated or if the Chinese government or other foreign actors have had access. And speaking of propaganda and media censorship, let's take a look at how this is being covered by other media outlets by using Grand News, which I use to research topics like this. It's interesting to see that the Wall Street Journal was the first article to pick up the story, and that most of the sources reporting on this are from the US. We can see the Washington Examiner headlines the story as TikTok opening nearly $1.5 billion proposal to accommodate US regulators. The Evening Standard, as TikTok offers to share algorithm details in a bid to swerve US ban, and the New York Post, TikTok offers to have third-party monitoring if China spies on US users. It's also interesting to see that all of these sources are from right-leaning outlets, making the story a huge blind spot for readers, reading left-leaning outlets and that of these sources 33 percent. yeah of course that's that's the effect yeah i mean if you read a newspaper today you're fucking retarded i don't say that to be disrespectful it's like you know like the big six they they own half of the corporations in this country when it comes to entertainment television uh video games websites newspapers books it's like where we used to be at and i wasn't around i wasn't present i wasn't on this earth and it was it would probably be a lot easier for people to be lied to because there was not the internet there was not as many um independent news media and if they were independent they were sort of just xed out or at least someone at least someone and there's not really now that I think about it there isn't many um news networks or anything like that that is straight down the middle if the right does something good, they mention it. If the left does something good, they mention it. But they're right in the center. You will never see that again. And I'm an extremist, so I don't really give a shit about news. I don't care about government per se. I'm only mentioning this to say that these people have taken control and they put their agendas and they add and incorporate their agendas to your favorite news outlet, your favorite news. So you're not really getting the truth. You are getting sort of this masquerade of the truth. It's the truth that they want you to know, even though it's not the truth at all. Then the people that go out there and expose these people, they come up missing or they lose all their money, they lose all their resources because they forgot who's paying them. This is why I can't be bought. I'd rather slave knowing that what I'm doing is making my money and I don't have to answer to someone in power. I don't have to go along with these little fucking guidelines. This is why 
YouTube is fucking trash. YouTube is not meant for people like me. I go on YouTube just like my thing is I like I like to fuck with the hornet's nest. I like to fuck around with the hornet's nest a little bit. I grab a stick, start whacking the shit out of it. I don't give a fuck. I want to stir shit up. I want people to think. More importantly, I want them to think for themselves. Right? Hey, if you're going to be a hardcore liberal, be a hardcore liberal. As long as that's what you want to do, as long as your parents or whatever the fuck ain't telling you to do it, do it. I don't have to align with you, but I can respect you enough for choosing a side based on your research instead of this monkey see, monkey do bullshit. Owned by media conglomerates. And today you can check out the story at ground.news forward slash me to read more about it and subscribe to see all the features that I use to avoid bias in the media. Comparing the language used in each headline, we can get an idea of how language in the media can be used to shape our understanding of a story. And from this, that the Chinese company is keeping in line with portraying an image of alliance to keep them from getting banned in the US. Since the 70s, the CCP's leaders have maintained appearances and played nice with the leaders of global superpowers, all in an effort to ensure national security and economic growth. And this has allowed the public to see their leaders shaking hands with the likes of Mao Zedong or sharing a drink with Xi Jinping, and it humanizes the CCP. China wasn't seen as unfavorable by a majority of Americans until recently in 2018, and this is exactly the same time that TikTok exploded in the US market. And whether this happened by coincidence or planning, TikTok's rise perfectly coincided with the beginning beginning of the second stage of China's foreign policy, aggression. After years of making friends, China has also been making deals. Along with their companies buying parts of the Western economy, China has also moved to consolidate power over global trade itself. By buying out <laughs> around 100 ports in 60 different countries, China has taken its grip on vital global infrastructure. In fact, by this point, China's almost colonized Africa. But then the trade wars began and relations... Oh, yeah! I forgot about that! All you pro-blacks, I'm pro-American. I'm a nationalist. That's right. I'm a nationalist. But for all you pro-blacks, all you niggas that's trying to go back to the motherland, right? Are y'all paying attention to what the Chinese people is doing to Africa? Do you care? Probably not. Do you understand that Libya still has a slave trade where blacks are actually selling off blacks? Of course not. You've been misinformed. You only care about yourself and self-interest, which I get it. Makes perfect sense. But do you understand what the Chinese people or let me let me correct myself? What the Chinese Communist Party is doing to the continent of Africa? Probably not. Right? But I know what's going on. Are Africans, this is going to offend a lot of people. I literally can give two shits. Are Africans my people? No. The white man in this country is more of my people than the African man in another continent. Now, this may be difficult for a lot of people to understand. I may be considered a coon for this, but of course, none of these people will say this to my face. It's not going to happen. So I don't tolerate it. You're not going to call me a terminology that you yourself know nothing about. You guys out here are the true sellouts. You guys out there are the true coons. But me? (laughs) 
I am based. I am grounded in reality. I'm grounded in what's going on. I don't give a fuck if people like me or dislike me. I'm not put on this earth for people to like me. I really, I, I think, and you got to ask yourself, and this is only the, the people who are spiritual. You have to ask yourself, what were you put on this earth to do? Have you ever came up with that answer? Meaning you had trials and tribulations. Like a lot of us as kids, some of us wanted to be astronauts. Some of us wanted to be baseball players, football players, movie stars, etc. But then reality hits. And sometimes within the time of the most stress, the most pain, um, we find out who we truly are and what we are truly here to do. I'm here to shake shit up. As a spiritual man of God, I don't consider myself a Christian. I was raised to be Christian. Then I realized a lot of these Christians, not all, not all, a lot of them are hypocrites. Some of them are more wicked than the atheists who don't believe in God. That's the truth. But going back to what I was saying with the African people. Um, a lot of bad things are going on in Africa. And these pro-blacks that claim to be pro-blacks, they're not really talking about those issues. They're only worrying about what's going on in their country and how they're victims of white supremacy. But then you literally have black supremacy in Africa. Or, this goes back to the slave trade. The kings in Africa, the rulers of Africa sold the fellow Africans to the colonizers. And this is how slavery began. But because a lot of y'all are misinformed, because a lot of y'all are going on with what other people are saying and talking about, you are not researching. You are the fool at the end of the day. Me? <laughs> <sighs> I, uh, I'm very grateful for my negative situations. I'm very grateful for the times that I fucked up because if it wasn't for the times that I fucked up, I wouldn't be as on point with this shit as I am today. You know what I mean? Would I like a career that makes a lot of money? Yeah, wouldn't be bad. But if it wasn't for my shortcomings, if it wasn't for me being previously ignorant and me previously considering myself a communist in this country not too long ago, 2016, 2017, I wouldn't have bought if, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Trump getting into office and I have to I have to give credit to Trump. If it wasn't for Trump getting in office. I wouldn't have figured out what all this shit was about. You know, I was one of the black people that believed that all Republicans are racist. Ku Klux Klan had to be started by the Republican Party, right? Wrong. Then it's like, I had to re-educate myself. All right, I want to know where these parties come from. Because I talked about this before. Like, I already knew that I was more socially conservative. I already knew it. But I wanted to know more about it, Right. And I didn't want a professor. I didn't want a teacher. I didn't want a scholar telling me where to look. I wanted to do my own research. 
you have to understand for people who are truly intelligent, they will teach themselves through books, literature, and all that other shit. But today, I mean, we are capable of being above and beyond others because of the technology that we have. Except we don't use the technology to better one another. We use technology to destroy one another. The black culture, the culture that I'm involved in. (laughs) What education are we really getting? What education are we giving ourselves? See, we expect other people to teach us this and that, but we have our devices. But we don't use it. We don't use that. You can't consider the white man the enemy if the white man isn't trying to kill you. But then again, you can, because they have different ways of doing that. But I'm not a black supremacist. I'm a nationalist. And I live in reality. Black people, for the most part, kill other black people. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Black people kill other black people. And because I'm saying this right now and I'm exposing it, a black man may want to kill me. I'm not I'm not fearful of my life for a white liberal. I'm not in fear of my life to anybody outside of the black community because a lot of us celebrated turning 18 and not being incarcerated or a lot of us celebrate turning 18 and not getting shot. And we're in the same country as the European descendants, the Caucasoids, the white people. We allow these people in power to tell us what is right and what is wrong. The hip hop industry is probably at its most demonic point right now. Rappers are dropping like flies. And what do we do? Do we sit back and go, maybe maybe enough is enough. Maybe we need to get together and really make shit happen. Maybe we can get together and actually have proper dialogue. No, we'll continue to promote the violence. We'll continue to uh, we'll continue to um, so where I'm looking for. We continue to promote the violence, perpetuate. That's the word I'm looking for. We, we continue to perpetuate the violence and the negative stereotypes. But then we get upset. When someone who does that, who spreads wickedness, who spreads evil amongst his own people, we glorify it. We glorify it, guys. And I'm guilty of it. We got to do better. But then again, you got to do better. It's not we. It's not a we thing anymore. There is no black community. When you have a group of people in one area that does not communicate, there is no community. You think I'm going to go out here on the street corners, the highways and byways, and do what the Israelites are doing and yell and talk about we need to change? No. These niggas out here will kill me. Straight up. So I can only practice what I preach, right? My hope is that somehow other people can listen to this and wake up, realize what's going on in your community, what's going on in your country. And realize that 
when it comes to physical violence, the white man is not your enemy. Just the truth. The black man becomes your enemy. When you speak out against the corruption. And like I've talked about this before with my talking points and I've made a. I've done a lot of soul searching. I've done a lot of um, introspection to come to this point. I wasn't always like this at all. (laughs) People that know me personally, I was nowhere near this because I was ill-informed like others. I wasn't taught to hate white people, but the older generation in my family, whether it's my parents, mother, father, uncles, they kind of were sort of taught that. But when they grew up, it was a different time. So you learn to respect what they're saying about their time, but things have changed. There's racism in this country, but I don't think this country is primarily racist. If they were able to select a token Negro like Barack Obama as president for eight, four years, I don't think there's that much racism. Now, of course, the people may have not liked Obama. I didn't. But I voted for him because I fell for the identity politics. But this country and its racism is nothing compared to the true segregation, the actual lynching, the people, the child, Emmett Till, beaten for looking at a white bitch. I stare at white bitches today, okay? Because <laughs> they're not going to stop me. They're going to have to hang me. And they don't and they don't and they don't want blacks like me to become radical. But it's too late. But see, the difference between me being radical is I don't hate the white man. I don't hate the black man. I hate evil and wickedness. That evil and wickedness can come from a black man and it can come from a white man. I'm beyond this shit. I'm beyond black lives matter, white lives matter, all lives. I'm beyond all that shit. We are nothing as one person in the eyes of God. We are nobody in the eyes of God as a singular person compared to the universe. I don't support commies. I don't like them. Now, the Communist Party back in the day, well, it's a little different. I still appreciate the original Black Panthers for what they did for their people. Without a doubt. You're not going to, regardless of how radical I get, I will tell you straight up, the Black Panthers of the 70s were the best thing, one of the best things to happen for us. Because it showed us that we were capable of doing things ourselves. 
These so-called Black Panthers today don't know nothing about that. They all sold out once they realized all of the Black Panther Party were wiped out at that time. Because they were doing too much for their people and they no longer needed these cocksucking racist whites at that time. They were doing things themselves. They had so much of an influence that white people wanted to join the Panther Party. But the funny thing about it was the Black Panthers didn't say, no, you can't join our party. Black Panthers didn't say that. The Black Panthers said, you can start your own party and we'll support you. These were the real niggas back in the day. And I'm using that term because I'm black. Fuck it. They were the real niggas back in the day. They were they were real. And they were radical. I'm going to emulate that, but I'm going to do it my own way. I don't care about leadership. You should lead yourself. Before seeking a leader, lead yourself. Don't let these people lie to you. Don't let mainstream media lie to you. Do your own fucking research. But let's get back to the video. It only worsened between the two global superpowers, and that's when propaganda in China started to worsen towards the US, with China now framing the West as an open enemy. But during this time, the West seemingly had much bigger things to worry about. The Western world was focused on Russia and the Middle East, all while the Chinese government was positioning itself perfectly. But then what was this for exactly? And what does the Chinese government have to gain from their publicity efforts? Well, it's not just freedom to exert economic or cultural influence. Those are just a means to an end. So then what's the end? Well. The end goal is the scariest part of all of this. The truth is that right now, China is preparing for war. China has a defense budget of over 270 billion US dollars. Yep. That number is steadily increasing with each year. With the Chinese government. Everybody, everybody's going to say, oh, that's propaganda. No, 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 no. We're close to World War III, guys. We're close. And I'm not fighting for this fucking country. Okay, we're close to World War Three and I am not fighting for this country. Not. Not fighting for what? Look at what this country became. Fucking kidding me. Think about it like this, right? (laughs) With the obesity rate. The fucking lowest levels of testosterone. Black hating white, white hating black, Christians hating Muslims, Muslims hating Jews, Republicans hating Democrats. What do you think would happen if war were to break out, some missiles were dropped in this very country? Who do you think would survive? No one. At this point, no one. Even those who are really about this shit, A lot of these white folks, these white folks on the right, you may call them rednecks. I call them allies. Oh, yeah, we're different. Absolutely different. But when it comes to certain beliefs, I would have to side with them more. Those are the niggas that's locked and loaded. They're ready for shit to go down. (laughs) They're ready. We're not. We're not prepared. We're too busy shooting and killing one another over a fucking color, over a neighborhood, over a rep, 
<laughs> uh, this is going to probably be one of my most based episodes that I've came out with. But our country is weak, okay? Our country is weak compared to China. You fucking kidding me? Weak. It's despicable. They come in and they can, if they came in and say, yo, we're taking over this motherfucking country, this is going to be the United States of communist China. Who do you think is really going to stand up? It ain't going to be me. You can have this country. You can have it. It's all yours. You know why? Because I'm not fighting for it. Because <laughs> we're not prepared. None of us are prepared for what is possible to come. And this shift, I'm sorry, I hate to say it. It all began with Joe Biden getting in office. It all began with the corruption of Hunter Biden, the crack smoking, hooker fucking son of a president. (laughs) The communications that were going on, look all this shit up. I'm not making a goddamn thing up. All this shit that was going on with Joe Biden having conversations with the president of the Ukraine, already planning to send money over, like, yo. Niggas got to wake the fuck up. Seriously. Niggas got to wake the fuck up. Because what did they do? They start off with the sur- with the surveillance. They start off with the social credit score. And some of these wicked people in power in this government, they did the Birdman hand rub. They're like, yeah, we can do something with that. We can utilize that. You got TikTok. <laughs> the same people in power, they're rubbing their hands. Like, yeah, we can do something with that. We can monitor millions of people <laughs> at one time. Facebook, I'll never put my real name on Facebook. I'm on the list somewhere. I gotta be on the list. When they start rounding niggas up, they're probably gonna come for me first. Because I'm the only nigga that's speaking like this with sincerity. And not giving a fuck about consequences. Right? But other people. Oh, Facebook is harmless. I'll put my government name. I'll put where I live. I'll put my exact address. I'll put what party I'm affiliated with. And all of these niggas in power are going through your profile. Pointing out, oh, that's acceptable. Oh, a Trump supporter? We got to keep an eye on this one. A conservative? We got to keep an eye on this one. To a point where now, if you're just a white, straight male, (laughs) they're monitoring you. They're waiting for you to say something that is against the agenda. Sickening. It's reportedly restructuring and ramping up their recruitment, promotion, and pay incentives for military personnel. There's also news of the Chinese military making lucrative offers to former officers of the British Air Force, yeah. more than an effort to bolster training methods. And yeah, guess what? They're all sellouts. The British are sellouts. The Americans are sellouts. That's 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 what happened, right? Now, if you're asking me, well. We shouldn't fuck with Russia at all. We shouldn't be fucking with Russia. I like Russia. Russians, they're 
barbaric white people that we shouldn't fuck with. They wrestle bears, nigga. Like, that's not a joke. They wrestle bears. They take ice baths in the middle of the fucking wood. Why would we fuck with these people? Why do I have to dislike these people? Because people in power, they don't have power over me. Oh, you have an amount of control. Oh, you can stop my money coming. But then you don't want that to happen. So I'm in survivalist mode. You know what I'm saying? I'm in survivalist mode. I don't trust anybody around me. Especially with how I talk. You kidding me? I don't trust these people. They wouldn't even begin to register half of the shit that I tell them. So you think I'm going to go to these people in person and tell them about what's going on? No. You're on your own. 40, 50-year-olds, 60-year-olds still believe that everything is great. Cool. You're going to die in ignorance. And yeah, man, I consider myself a nationalist because I'm in a nation that is very diverse. A nation where the Italians came, the sculptures, the paintings, the art, the Irish came, um, the coal mine workers, the painters, plumbers, all these people, all these different nations come here. One nation under God, right? This is the most diverse um, melting pot of a country that we have. And this country, by the way, is so racist for those that don't know. They're letting other people outside of the country to go in, get jobs, get all this other shit. How is this country directly racist? Now, me personally, I would turn this country into straight nationalists. Like, yo, nigga, stand up, salute the flag, take that colorful shit down, take the colorful shit down, one nation under God. If you don't like it, get the fuck out. (laughs) Okay? Like, yo, straight up, I don't, I'm not saluting to a flag that's next to a pride flag. I'm not pledging allegiance to that. Oh, am I hateful for saying that? I don't fucking care. I don't. You're not going to, you're not going to manipulate me. You're not going to brainwash me. You're not going to force me to believe that every white man is evil and every black man is angelic because it's not the case. It's not true. It's not true. It's not. I don't give a shit. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? And eventually, probably when it's a little too late, like, <laughs> like if they were to drop a nuke, it would be like half a millisecond for people to realize, damn, we're in a fucked up situation. Bam. It's over. It's over. And there's nothing you can do about it. Because people like me, I ain't shit. But I'm self-educated. And I know, like, <laughs> trust me, I know a lot. I know a lot of what's going on. I know a lot of what's to come. I stopped paying attention to what sports team is winning. And I started to pay attention to what's going on in the country. What's going on with my people. My American people white, black, Hispanic, Asian people in this country. I am a nationalist. This country should be about nationalism. And I'm black. 
I can say this shit without being considered a racist. Trust me. White man can't really say it. So I'll do the white man a favor and speak for them. This country should be about this country. Shouldn't be about the next country, country over there, country over there. This war going on here that we have nothing to do with. This conflict over here that we have nothing to do with should be about the country. America first. America first. That includes black America, white America, America. These other countries, fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, straight up, fuck them. I don't have, look, I don't care. I don't care. Like I said, these people are not going to force me to believe in their narrative because I have my own mind and I know how to use it. I don't need other people to tell me what is right and what is wrong because especially the people that are telling me what is what is right, they're wicked. They help, they have ulterior motives. Most of this country is owned by China. Let's just be real. <laughs> Can we just say that? Like, yo, most of this country is owned by China. It wasn't until a man by the name of Donald J. Trump got into office and he said, yeah, we're going to stop fucking with these niggas. We got our own shit to make in this country. We got our own productivity to do in this country. Black man, not a lot of us was unemployed during those times. A lot of the black men and women were actually opening their own businesses. It was thriving under Donald Trump, the white supremacist. But hey, your hero, your savior, Joe Biden, a fucking piece of shit. A piece of shit, a racist, a true racist who supported Robert Byrd, a former uh, grand wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, yeah. But a lot of you dumb niggas, y'all don't fucking research shit. Oh, well, this guy was, well, he was uh, he was the uh, vice president for Barack Obama, so I'll vote for him. What did Barack Obama do for you? What did Barack Obama do for you as a black man, and what did he do for black people in this country? Besides, give this false narrative of hope and change. Hope and change. What did it what did it really do for us? He did more for the gays than he did for the blacks. <laughs> Fucking sick and tired of it. Oh well, well, it's like black people just want to see niggas in power, even if they don't know what the fuck they're doing. That's this is kind of what it reminds me of. They love Michelle and Barack Obama, but what have they done for us compared to the white supremacist, the orange guy, Donald Trump did shit. If we were compare, if we were to put these stats next to one another, like, okay, what did Obama do for blacks? What did Donald Trump do for blacks? You guys are unwilling to hear these conversations out. And I get it. You've been brainwashed, programmed, lied to. They've been rocking y'all niggas to sleep for the past 40 or something years. Ever since these demon, demonic Democrats have told you that you can't think for yourself. So we as a party are going to think for you. 
oh, you're not capable of getting a proper education because you are a victim of white supremacy. As if these people who are talking about this aren't white themselves. It's quite interesting. Yeah, I'm on a political rant. I don't give a shit. I started off sober, but now I'm just, I'm high off of knowledge right now. I'm glad I forced myself out of my bed. (laughs) I was just, I was in bed, man. I'm like, man, I don't feel like doing shit. But I said to myself, you know, something needs to be addressed. And this is going all around this TikTok video. Shout out to Moon. We're probably going to end this soon because we're already close to two hours. And by the way, this is a podcast episode that I didn't plan on doing, which is always good because the shit that I don't plan on doing or the shit that I decide to randomly talk about, I usually bring up some um, thought-provoking shit. And uh, people are confused when it comes to my personal beliefs. I said I I can promote nationalism as a black man without being a black nationalist and what and breaking it down to if a white man loves his country then he loves his people and it's not just the people of his race it's the people of his country I have the same belief right um this is why I fucked with a lot of rednecks Motherfuckers who could be a person who could be a suspected racist, but these people aren't racist. They're just whites who are proud to be white. I'm a black who's proud to be black. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to say something that one people is better than another, but what I will say that there are some people who are in power Who don't look like me. The misconception is the people in power who happen to be white only care about white people. And that's false. They only care about themselves. Okay. <laughs> Just like you blind, ignorant, quote unquote, white supremacist pussies out there. You think that your race matters. Your race is the only thing that matters. But I can't blame you because black people have been saying the same thing recently. But what I will say is those people that were in position, and like I've stated this before with um, Donald Trump, you had a lot of quote-unquote white supremacists that really believed that Trump was a white supremacist. So they voted for him. But then they found out, like, yo, what is he doing helping these niggas? <laughs> like, what is he doing helping these Asian people, these Hispanic people? Trump is a real American. These other people, I can't say that they are real Americans. I can't. I really can't. Clinton, fuck Clinton. You heard it first. Obama, I don't care. George W. Bush, give me a fucking break. This is why this isn't really a political situation. You got cowboy George W. Bush, a fucking redneck, a piece of shit. Just like his father, may he rest in piss. He won't be missed. The, by the way, uh, George H.W. Bush was one of the presidents who called for a new world order. You can look this up. Bill Clinton, 
also brought up the idea of a new world order. You can look that up. By the way, a lot of people don't know this. The whole make America great again aspect was originally from. Anybody want to guess? I'll give you a clue. Used to be a movie star. Ronald Reagan. And that same saying, that same statement was actually said by Bill Clinton. If you look that up and do your research. I'm not a stupid, senseless, stereotypical nigga. (laughs) I'm a dangerous nigga. What makes me dangerous is the fact that I know what I'm capable of. I know what I'm capable of. I could blow this shit wide the fuck open, but because I'm just a regular person, I may not get the recognition, but then again, I don't give a shit about that. For the people that listen, I appreciate it. This may be radical for some people because blacks have been programmed to think one way, one track minded. We grow up in an environment to where our role models are drug dealers, gang members. Our role models are not educated. Our role models are not firefighters, police officers for a proper reason. Fuck the police. I'll say it straight up. And uh, Matter of fact, let me just go back on that real quick. You know, this whole liberal conservative shit, like, yeah, it makes sense for a conversation. But don't think because I'm conservative that I support these fucking police officers. I don't. They're fucking scum. And and look, my only difference is, is if black people would look into police brutality, they got pregnant bitches, pregnant white bitches getting beat the fuck up by cops. You got white guys getting fucking blasted. There was one video, shout out to Undead Chronic. Y'all should check out Undead Chronic. But there was one short video that he shared of a man in a wheelchair trying to go into like, uh, I think Home Depot. It had to be a Home Depot because they have like the garden section that's in the back or that's next to it. It's a gate. He's in a wheelchair. He doesn't have weapons. He's going into into the gate. These cops. Emptied two full clips, a clip each, into that man. Slumped him the fuck over, shot him out of the fucking wheelchair. A white man. Nobody's talking about that. You don't see what these fucking people are doing to us? Putting one side against the other? Who's George Floyd? Rest in peace, but who is he? Why was he the one hand-selected to be propagated on news and social media? Because they had an agenda. And it went along with their narrative. (laughs) Let me get some of this uh, iced tea real quick before I continue. But here's the truth. You're better off standing out than fitting in. The people that you will try to fit into, even as an adolescent, you may see one good aspect of them. It's the same that it's the same narrative that we as black people have in our communities. You see the neighborhood drug dealer 
You see the street gang. And there's nothing personal against these people. I know plenty of these people. But you only would see as an adolescent the nice car, the nice clothes, the women around them. But you don't understand what they had to do to obtain those things. But you want to follow that. Rather than be somebody who stands on your own principles. Rather than be somebody with your own thoughts. Your own thoughts that you're not afraid to express. But it's the trap. (laughs) Trap. Get it? It's the trap that we as a people put ourselves in in our communities. We uh, We don't glorify a black man who's educated. We'll call him a lame. We don't embrace black men that think outside of the box and choose to do things different. We'll call him a sellout. We'll call him a coon. We'll call him a self-hater. How is he a self-hater when he knows his self? (laughs) How is one a self-hater for not going along with the narrative and actually embracing himself as an individual who happens to be black instead of just being the stereotypical black man? Now, there's a lot of us niggas that grew up in these environments, and I don't downplay the environment whatsoever. I take that matter very serious. But then you would have to look of who's keeping you in that environment, who is keeping you in the place that you are, and that's going to prevent you from doing something positive. We see many of our black leaders. Malcolm X. Martin Luther King. Who are they killed by? You ever thought about that? Well, from the research that I've done, it was rumored that Jesse Jackson, or as I like to call him, Jesse Jackass Jackson, was the one that orchestrated the hit on Martin Luther King. Hmm. In fact, so weird that there's a picture of Jesse Jackson pointing at some area or whatever. I don't know. It's just a conspiracy. Louis Farrakhan. Or better yet, the once honorable Elijah Muhammad was rumored to be a pedophile. Yeah. He was uh, rumored to impregnate some 13-year-olds. Right. Malcolm X found out about that corruption. And after going to Mecca and realizing that white people were praying, light-skinned people were were praying, black people were praying, he came back to the country with a different mindset that would not be accepted by those around him. Then on top of that, he found out that all of these things were going on with Elijah Muhammad. He did not remain silent about that. And it is rumored that that cost him his life. Why am I saying all this? I don't care about being a black leader. 
But I don't care about the consequences either. If whoever kills me and takes my life, my body of work will remain. This is this is my legacy that I leave behind. This is my legacy that I leave behind. The truth. The unfiltered truth. Our black leaders were killed by our own. <laughs> what a coincidence. Today, black on black violence, even those who talked about righteousness were destroyed, took it out by their own. In fact, MLK, MLK Day just passed. I didn't hear a lot of black people celebrating MLK, but ironically enough, there was more white people celebrating it because I've said it before. White people loved white people love Martin Luther King more than black people. Because you got to look at psychologically where we're at. It's, it's a psychological warfare that goes on. And it's like, yeah, it's a spiritual warfare, but also with us, it's psychological warfare because we're so close to understanding what's really going on around us. But some of our communities and some of our people prevent us from truly coming to that realization. And because of that, there are those who choose to remain asleep. There are those who choose to remain brainwashed and manipulated. And because of that, we have to learn as a people, black and white, the people that we can fellowship with, the people we can socialize with, the people we can really politic with, and the people that we just got to leave to their own devices. Oh, I'm a nationalist. I I am proud to be in this country, regardless of what state this country is in. What I'm not proud of is the ignorance of our country, and more importantly, the ignorance of our people in this country, black, white, Hispanic, Asian. I'm a nationalist. I got to remind people this. So, you know, people could... Like, I, I went through... So much bullshit, so much stress earlier on when it came to talking about these situations, death threats, you name it. I'm nobody. <laughs> death threats. Because of what I believe, what I stand for. And I realized when it came down to those who support it, those who actually listen, those who actually shared and this, this was when I was doing Facebook live videos showing my face and everything because I don't give a shit. The only people, not the only, there was a couple of blacks, like a couple of niggas that supported me, but they were like, <laughs> you got like, I call them secret supporters. Like they're, they're people that don't like your video, but then if they see you in person, they'll tell you, yo, keep doing your thing. All right. If you want me to keep doing my thing, support my shit, share my shit, like my shit. Cause I don't want to talk to these people, dude. Like, I became the most stable antisocial individual ever. I personally believe it because I went through stages of my life where I just wanted to be accepted. But I didn't know what I wanted to be accepted for, if that makes sense. 
it wasn't until I stopped dealing with the people that I was dealing with and actually took time to do my research and take time to make music and take time to podcast where I truly understood why I'm here. Why am I born outside of my parents deciding to fuck? What what am I here to do? My purpose is not to be rich. If it happens, cool. But with the talking points that I have and the shit that I talk about, highly unlikely and I accept it. Because I notice the people who have a lot of money are the people who are controlled and have strings attached to them. To a point where even if you make a lot of money organically by yourself without anybody, those people are coming for you. Because they realize, and this is what happened with YouTube. This is what happened with YouTube, right? YouTube was kind of just, it wasn't like a test trial, but it was just a concept at first. Like, hey, we're going to see what the people, what the civilians think, and we're going to give them an opportunity to get recognition. But you know what happened? They blew, pause, they blew mainstream media. They blew television news anchors out of the fucking water and they were talking real shit all the videos that i used to look i all the videos that i used to watch back in like 2009 2008 well 2009 this is when i started like listening and, and watching videos from like david ike i mentioned alex jones shout out to professor griff from public enemy that's one of my favorite guys to listen to. And it's funny because there's like eight, it's like 70% of shit that I disagree with him saying, but it's just the pride and what he said meant something, right? But during these times, 2008, 2009, I started looking at these conspiracy videos about people in power, the Illuminati, um, Freemasons, Luciferians, Satanists. I started researching all this shit. And I realized like, yo, this shit isn't that far from fiction. (laughs) Or I mean, it's not that far from reality. Like, yeah, they added a couple of things like, you know, these, these clickbaiting pieces of shit, like they'll do all that. But start to realize like, yo, you know, we had a lot of, we had a good amount of presidents before George Washington. Does it have anything to do with the fact that he's a Freemason that they considered him the first president? I don't know. I don't know. Just saying. Matter of fact, we want, we want to do, we want the moon shit, the moon support moon, man. On YouTube. We got a lot of videos, a lot of informative videos that I don't even know how these shits, um, (laughs) I don't know how they climb the ranks like these like, yo, they talk about and I think what it is. It's like when you got celebrities sort of mocking others, pointing out the Illuminati and shit, it's almost confirmation. It's psychological warfare. If they go out there and they talk about openly that they're Illuminati and they joke around about it, then nobody will take it serious anymore. And what I'm saying is all the videos that I checked out. Um, Truth Seeker, uh, what was it? Truth Seeker 777, all these other guys, they're not on the channel anymore. In fact, if you put in Illuminati, 
on YouTube, they'll give you the Wikipedia version in the description saying that they no longer exist. They were disbanded at this time. Right. Makes sense. They're a secret society. So, of course, they're not going to tell you that they're in power and position. They have the puppets. Right. Am I saying um, Masons are bad people? I have I have a friend who's a Mason. <laughs> I have an uncle who's a 33rd degree Freemason. Now, I don't know nothing about them, but I'm not going to jump to accusations. But there is a lot of uh, imagery within our entertainment, within our television that is very Masonic. You ever notice why these rappers and entertainers all have a scene in a music video with them on a white and black checkered floor? That is a floor that is used by those practicing Freemasons. And it's believed that they walk on the path of good and evil, hence white and black. <laughs> I'm breaking down too much. I'm breaking down too much shit. We're almost, we're almost, at, <laughs> we're almost at two hours. I'm going to do something later on today. Now, now I'm in the spirit. Now I'm going to do something later on. Later on, I'm going to talk about these goofy ass bitches. That's what I'm going to do. See, because, and let me tell y'all something like I could have went on this path, but niggas, nah, I could have went on this path to really expose and blow everything up because I, I know too much. There's things that I don't know, but I know enough. I know enough shit that y'all, like, most of the shit that I've said on this episode, right? If y'all really want to test me, you can research everything that I brought up, and it's all verified. No clickbaits. None of that. Just remember. But uh, we, we got to do better. As a people, black people, white people. Uh, put this racism shit aside. Realize that we are going to go through some trialing times and we're going to need one another. There, there will never be world peace. Okay? As long as these wicked devils are in power, we will never experience world peace. It will not happen. Not in this time. So the best thing you can do is have peace from within. You know, have peace for your fellow brothers and sisters of all nationalities, races, creeds, and religion. This is why I consider myself spiritual. Because a lot of Christians are wicked. And a lot of Islamics are not. It is what these people show you in the news. Oh, all these people are terrorists. Get the fuck out of here. You do your research, you'll realize that, like I said before, in the beginning, Christians were gangsters of Christ. These niggas were slaying motherfuckers, stoning niggas, all that shit. Everything that was going on in biblical times would be looked at as just absurdities today. You look at Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> what do you think this country is? Compared to Sodom and Gomorrah. Shit's a fucking... Sodom and Gomorrah was a fucking slumber party compared to what the fuck is going on in this country today. But you let these other people tell you different. 
oh, well, you have to accept these people because everybody else accepts them. No, I don't. I don't. I don't have to accept these people. And they're not going to use me for their political agenda. They're not going to use me to, I don't know, uh, spread lies and bullshit to put blacks against whites. There's people within all races that need to be dealt with swiftly. These people are not going to force me to support a communist organized Black Lives Matter. You're not gonna. You're not gonna force me. Nope. Nope. And like I said, because at the end of the day, I know what's really going on. Black man like me will never be supported and will never be um, embraced by a lot of these BLM people, and I'm cool with that. I'm not here to be every black man's brother. I'm not here to be every white man's brother. I'm here to find more like-minded individuals who are afraid, who are not afraid to speak their minds, regardless of consequences and repercussions. But two hours and three minutes in, and it is close to four o'clock, 4 p.m. I'm going to do something later on, probably nighttime. I don't know what I'm going to be talking about. But I I will tell you that it will be interesting. But as I always say, it is towards the end of another day. And in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with a very based, very thought-provoking episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel signing out. Peace.